The question is this, what is it that has some of us find our way to the top of our game to overcome adversity and challenges, resistance and self-sabotage, to rise from the ashes time and time again? What is it that has everyday people just like you and I act boldly in the name of their passions and live out their wildest dreams in this lifetime? That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Carrie McCauley, and this is Choose Unstoppable. Hello, and welcome to Choose Unstoppable. My name is Carrie McCauley, and today I am here with Siddharth Ratshaker. He has generously allowed me to call him Sids from here on. And you guys, wait till you hear his story. He is an a self-proclaimed accidental lifestyle entrepreneur, an international speaker. He's trained over 50,000 professionals and 700 brands across multiple countries and is recognized as one of India's leading and most sought after info marketing specialists. And I'd love, we're going to dig into a little bit about what that means. Uh, he's also worked on projects with Robert Kiyosaki, T. Harv Ecker, Tony Robbins, and that is just to name a few. We truly would be here all day if I was to list all of his accolades. Uh, But now he teaches digital coaches how to build a super profitable and automated digital business without any office or any employees. Um, So I can't wait to get into all of that. But first of all, thank you. Thank you for making the time to be here today. I know it's late where you are. Thank you, Kerry. You know, for me, it's... uh... It's always amazing to come on to podcasts and even I went through your websites, I went through the work that you're doing and I just, I'm looking forward to this interaction and sharing the journey with you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so grateful. Okay. So quite the, um, you know, the accolades here, quite the journey you've been on so far as I typically do with all of our guests. I know, you know, that, you know, I often like to say that no one lands on top of a mountain. Uh, and mm. so there must be a behind the scenes story. And if you could share yours with us, I know there's going to be so many lessons in there for us to uh, talk about and to shine a light on. So can you just take us back to kind of before all of the the glory days, if you will? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like the iceberg, you know, people don't see, uh, you know, what all it has taken to, to reach uh, wherever the level is right now that I'm in right now. So I want to like highlight three to four major events in my life that has been like pivoting points to me making those changes and moving forward. The first moment was uh, when I was eight years old. Uh, it was the year 1991. I come back from school. My grandfather, my grandfather sitting at home and I, I grew up in a joint family. So I went to grandpa, came back from school and I asked him, grandpa, why should I go to school? And, you know, grandpa used to work for the British back in the days, you know, and, um, then he set up his own business. He was very successful. You know, he comes from a large family of seven brothers and five sisters. It's like a wow. big joint family. <laughs> and so granddad, he, uh, he was very successful because he used to read a lot of books. He was a successful businessman. And he looked into my eyes and he said, Sid, never let schooling interfere with your education. Uh, he was quoting Mark Twain, you know, mm-hmm. one of his quotes. At that point, I did not understand what my grandpa was saying. I mean, he was just saying, whether you're inside school or outside school, you got to keep learning. It was exactly 10 years after that where I realized that message because uh, 10 years down, I was just completing my 12th and I failed my 12th grade. Uh, and even till today, I don't have, I'm not a graduate. I did not complete college. So that was one of those moments when that was ringing in my head that, you know, I should not let schooling interfere with my education because my education is a lifelong learning journey. 
And uh, the, at that point of time, when I failed my 12th, the only option I had was to do a course in sound engineering. So I've been playing keyboard since the age of 10. Mm-hmm. And the only talent that I had was, was music. And even now I have a small home studio and I make music at home. My wife is a singer. Uh, I'll tell you, it took a different story from there. So that, that course, which I did in sound engineering, I scored 92%. And I was uh, a topper over there and that institute recruited me back to start teaching. So I've been teaching since the age of 19. And initially I used to teach people how to make music. And many of my friends are working, you know, in the movie industry, they're working in, you know, all the creative industry. And my life took a slightly different turn. I I used to make a lot of ringtones for mobile phones. I'm talking in 2005, 2006, you know, polyphonic ringtones and those MIDI tunes, uh, music for games. Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, in that space uh, after I did my sound engineering. Grew up the corporate ladder, got married. Uh, Like I said, my wife, uh, she was an Indian Idol uh, finalist. She's a singer. In 2006, uh, she was on national television. 2008, uh, we got married. 2009, we launched an album uh, sitting at home, bedroom studio. We made a 12-song album and we independently launched that album uh, online. So uh, what I did was uh, I set up a simple website, gave away a free song, and uh, I said, I'm going to launch the website. I'm going to launch my album uh, six months down the line. So even before I launched the album, I had a, a database of 5,000 people. And when I launched the album, around 800 of them bought my album on iTunes for $10. And even, I mean, I did not study internet marketing, but just going through this whole community process and, you know, and the whole product launch formula, which uh, unconsciously I was implementing, mm-hmm. I realized the power of the internet. And I did not make a single copy of a CD. And many of my music friends, musician friends are asking, Sid, how are you? How did you do this? You know, we are mm-hmm. struggling to get a deal with the record company and you are just launching it on your own, self-publishing. So that was a, the first taste of internet success. And then, uh, yeah, two years, I was still working in, in a corporate job and two years down the line, uh, you know, the industry in which I was in, the vertical in which I was in was going down. So I lost my job in 2011. That was the next turning point. And my wife was, uh, she was three months pregnant at that point of time. And I still remember the day I went back home and I said, you know, Vani, I've just lost my job. What do we do? And, you know, she pointed at her stomach and she said, what do we do about this? <laughs> You know, and at that moment, and seriously, I mean, I felt like a loser that day. Mm. You know, I felt like, I mean, I didn't feel worthy to be a father. Mm. And I had to make a decision that day that, you know what, I have to take control over my life and I cannot allow this to happen. So what I did at that point was I had to pawn my wife's uh, gold jewelry for I think in, in US dollar terms, probably around $30,000 worth of uh, gold, a marriage gold. And I invested that into my education, re-education. You know, I bought courses. I attended seminars. Uh, in fact, all of the seminars, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, when he came to India, that one, Jack Canfield, his first visit to India. And we just been through this whole journey of personal development for a good two, three years. In six months, uh, I set up my own small digital agency along with my business partner and we started to do small projects because the the six months that I spent learning, uh, I learned how to build websites. I learned about WordPress, blogging, social media, how to set up an agency and, you know, did some work to put together a small consultancy agency based business model. So long story short, uh, ran that agency for six years uh, the first three years was the initial grinding phase. By the third year, we were working with people like Robert Kiyosaki and Tony Robbins and all these names. And you know how it, it was unimaginable on how it happened because uh, 
we were very well connected with BNI. It's a business networking organization you might have heard of. Mm -hmm. And through BNI, we, we just opened up different doors. We were introduced to the right people. And we, we, we got to do those uh, you know, promotional campaigns when these speakers were coming to India. Of course, Tony did not come to India, but uh, Jack Canfield's first event uh, that happened in Bangalore, we did the lead generation for that. We filled a room of 1,000 people. Uh, then we started to work with Success Resources. Uh, they do pretty much four or 500 events uh, all over the world. Uh, promoting all the big names. So that gave me a lot more exposure. So I did that for six years. And after six years of running the agency, again, I hit a point where I felt the vacuum um, because I started my business to become my own boss. But at the end of the sixth year, I had more than 35 bosses and I did not have freedom. You know, I felt... I mean, from the outside, everything looks good, you know, uh, done big projects, uh, have a big team, a co-founder of a company. But I knew uh, the freedom that I did not have. Uh, I knew how much money I could take home because there was so much of expenses, people costs, place costs. And both me and my co-founder, we have sacrificed so much in our family just to keep the, the ship running. You know, yes, we've done some great projects. We made some money, a lot of money, but... You know, it, it, it came to a point where it was, we had to, again, we were getting back to ground zero. You know, it was, we had to hit the reset button every two years in a services business. And that was frustrating. And that's when I decided, okay, let me shift my business model from a services-based business model to a product-based business model. And in 2018, I got into this journey of uh, digital products and how I can help people take their knowledge and monetize that knowledge in the form of courses, coaching, consulting, collaborations. Uh, and I developed a framework around that. And uh, right now, I just have two freelancers working for me. I work from home. Now, I'm a father of two boys. Uh, my second one is now three years old. In fact, my second one was uh, boy was going to be born in 2018. And that was the time I decided, you know what? Second guy is coming. I'm not going to be grinding it like this. I want to spend more time with my wife. I want to spend more time with family. And so I coined the whole terminology called the freedom business model and uh, you know, developed a whole system around it. And yeah, thanks to God. Thanks to my mentors. Uh, yeah, right now we are around 8,500 people in our community. Hit the two comma club, you know, over a million dollars in sales, uh, just in a very short span of time. And again, money is the byproduct of the value uh, that's that was created. But it has been such a magical and fulfilling journey on this. So just in a nutshell, mm. it, this is an Alice in Wonderland story. I never knew I would be doing what I'm doing. It is just, uh, you know, moving from one pivot to the next. Yes. First of all, thank you for your vulnerability and your uh, honesty and your authenticity. I'm always in awe of the twists and the windy path that gets us to where we are. And your story certainly highlights the underpinning or the, the common thread of just mm. like uh, no matter what or, yeah. you know, overcoming whatever mindset blocks or, you know, obstacles to overcome, just going way back in your story to the moment you shared um, when your wife, you know, said, well, what about this referring to her mm -hmm. pregnancy? And yeah. I think many of us can relate to a pivotal moment where it's, it's our darkest window, one of our darkest mm. windows. And how did you in that moment, was it just like a, a switch flipped and no matter what, or did you, was it because of the personal development that you were doing? Because I think many mm. of us can get stopped right in that place of feeling yeah. 
less than worthy of feeling like the mountain is too big to climb. Hmm. What, what was your, had you still, still go forward in a brand new, brand new, like unknown direction? See, one is definitely uh, the fact that the baby was coming. You know, that was one inspiration. In fact, like I'm, I cannot be a, a loser father. You know, th- that was the thing, you know, I, I, I want to bring in a child when, when the child is coming into this world, the, it needs to have that, that wonderful experience, you know? So that was a motivator. Like I'm not going to give up just because I lost the job. And then uh, the second part was uh, definitely the family support was that like my, my parents, my father, uh, even he was not doing too well in his business, but the emotional support was there from the family. And they encouraged me on what else can be can be done at that point of time. See, even though my grandfather was an entrepreneur, my dad was, was also an entrepreneur. I got into the job, you know, uh, I started working. I was working in the corporate world for eight years. You know, I started in the creative space and then moved up the ladder. And then when I lost the job, I realized, okay, maybe I'm destined to continue on the on the lineage of being an entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. maybe that was the, the push that I needed at that point of time. So, uh the driving factors were the child coming and the family support and actually the belief that my wife had in me. In fact, Manita told me, you know, I know you can do this. And, you know, she gave me all her jewelry to go and pawn. And I would have never had the guts to do that. Mm. You know, she said, just go and do it. I, I, we, will, we will figure things out in the next six months. Oh, I love mm. that. And, um, you know, you found a great woman to, you know, stand yes. behind and cheer and champion for a brighter future. It really is teamwork when you're in a marriage like Absolutely. that. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, big high fives for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that your story really highlights that I think a lot of us could benefit from you elaborating on a little bit is the willingness to go in a completely on, you know, uh, a completely new direction, complete uh, unfamiliar territory. I think many Mm. of us feel at times, oh, well, I've done this already for so long. It's too late Mm. for me to try something new, or I don't know anything about that. How could I possibly, and you have, you know, three or four of these instances where they're, you know, very different. Is it just like some, you feel some personal calling or you just are looking at the landscape to say whatever it Mm. takes? How do you find the confidence and the courage to break away and into complete unfamiliar territory? If I look at my life, uh, I think that has been a pattern from my childhood days. Like uh, even in school, I would be mostly standing outside class. I was an outstanding student. You know, I, I used to sing in the school choir. I was always in cricket, you know, practice. I mean, I, uh, I never liked to be in a position where I was just conformed. Okay, this is how it should be. I still remember even in my uh, 12th grade, the year that I failed, uh, the beginning of the year, I attended this tuition class, this maths tuitions. And then it was the first day of the tuition class. And I, uh, we were not very well-to-do financially. Like we had to literally, I had to sit on the ground and, and learn. It was not a very uh, well-to-do environment to learn. And the master walks in and then I'm sitting right in the front and he says, the first words he says is this, you know, if you suffer this one year, you can enjoy your whole life. If you enjoy this one year, you're going to suffer your whole life. And at that point, you know, the rebel in me just kicked in. I said, I'm not going to learn from this man. And, um, you know, I did not attend any tuitions after that. Six months, I did not attend uh, any of the classes. I was just hanging around with friends and doing other things. And 
that was the reason i failed so to answer your question there has been many moments like this even in my in my childhood where uh, i have taken the risks uh, or taken a totally different path so if everyone is going in one direction uh, i like to try something new you know so it happened in school it happened in college uh, when i did my sound engineering that was another pattern then even in my sound engineering everyone were getting into the music industry i went to the ringtone industry so i again took a detour over there so i felt it is just a pattern even now uh, even agency after running it i decided to take a turn in 2018 so i guess it's uh, it's just something which i think my grandpa instilled in me is like keep trying new things and and it's okay even my dad always encouraged me to to try new things and not just and i have to thank my parents i think if if it's not for the parenting uh, i would still be conformed to living in that box and not trying something new Yeah I can I can you know really commend the support network that you have around you and definitely mm. uh definitely a huge impact I'm you know it's so fascinating that you've you know you've ended up now as a real leader in the digital marketing space all the way from um you know cr- like a creative art artist space mm. um yes. do you feel as though you've landed in your calling or do you feel as though you departed mm-hmm. from that kind of artistic passion or the two worlds combined how does that mesh mm-hmm. for you now uh the steve jobs uh, stanford commencement speech where he says you connect the dots backwards right and i can say that whatever i'm doing right now it's all connected because uh if i had not done sound engineering uh if i had not learned about music editing if i had not learned about video editing if i had not learned about content creation and understanding consumer behavior in the mobile world like today i won't be able to do what i'm doing because i do all my editing myself i i do a lot of podcasts also mm. on my own i mean i've got the entire infrastructure i make music so i have the that creative and uh, the the creative skills and the technical skills that i learned during that phase is being used right now like to its full extent and of course now i have teams to do work but i have a much better uh, i would say aesthetic uh, insight to make them to do what i have to make them do you know so uh, i think it's all connecting and i would i would never change the story it is it is meant to be this way because and even when i look into the future like we ask me have i reached my calling i just know that what i'm doing right now is in my flow mm-hmm. and 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 if i ever feel that it's it's getting into that space where it's monotonous it's you know not really fulfilling uh, i'm going to ch- shift the path once again you know so that's i guess that's how i i've been operating as a person so if it's if it's really connecting to my heart uh, i just want to continue to do that and that's only question i ask myself when i wake up in the morning is am i doing something which is meaningful is it is it fulfilling for me and the answer is no what what next yeah and there are some days where i have to do the dirty work i mean it's not that entrepreneurship is is going to be a only following your heart kind of a thing you got to also do those other things which are you know not so pleasing but you got to do through uh, go through it again thanks to personal development and thanks to you know the other elements uh, i think that's how i look at life yeah yeah so yeah. so um it's such a great uh, example of how everything in life has its purpose and while we may not see it at the moment like losing your job and or you know leaving that uh editing world behind and then coming into the next realm of what that is mm. and if that like to in the moments we can see that as a failure or a loss or um an unfortunate event mm. 
But then when you're further along now and you start adding up the pieces, you see how integral they all were. And obviously your journey is not over. This one could be your next kind of point on the, on the roadmap to, Mm. you know, God knows where you're going. Um, And it's a really great lesson for the rest of us especially those who might be finding themselves in a challenging time now to say Mm. that this could very well be serving, will very well be serving, you know, my five-year self in the most magical way that you couldn't imagine. Absolutely. In fact, this is exactly what uh, I've been telling a lot of people during this time, you know, like in the last uh, six months, uh, we've seen the world completely turn around and, uh, because I've been in this digital space, uh, you know, I was on the winning side of this, you know, and looking at the traditional businesses going down Mm -hmm. and everyone is moving here. uh, I already had that two year uh, advantage. And uh, yes, the advantage was there in terms of the business, but I think this was a great time for me to inject this uh, message into every person coming into my community saying that, you know what, this is going to be the starting point for you to build something new in the next two, three years. So you may not be able to see it right now, but it is going to unfold if you stick to the path. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. And you have lived it over and over again and can truly speak from the heart that that is the case most often yeah. as long as we're willing to keep going, as long as Absolutely. we're willing to say, okay, if it's not this, then mm. let's go and find what it yes. is. Uh, so hats off to you. Um, tell me a little more about what it is that you do now. So I know you support digital mm. coaches with a program. How, what, what does life look like right now for you? Yeah, so uh, since I've been in the digital marketing space, uh, you know, doing client-based work for a lot of time, I, I understood, I understand the technicalities of the game. I understand uh, the whole client acquisition piece, uh, like how do you really get clients? How do you build your, you know, the influence? And I know that you're you're also working on that as your core topic and helping people launch online. So where I decided to move is uh, how can I empower every human uh, on earth to teach online? So either the form of a mentor or a coach, there are different words or a digital teacher. Mm-hmm. And, and I created like a framework and structure on how they can do it. And there's a, there's a whole step-by-step process. So the first step is, uh, you know, I help people find their, their niche, you know, because that is the place where they get stuck. And there are many, many areas that they can pick from. And I have like six to seven uh, macro niches that I give ideas on and they go deeper into uh, developing that. So uh, you, the, the seven niches that I talk about is the first is uh, the business growth niche. So there are people who want to become business coaches and you know, subcategories under that. Second area is career coaches who want to help people upskill themselves in the careers. Number three is the health and wellness niche. Number four is the, the make money under wealth creation. You have many subtopics under that. Number five is relationships. Number six is creativity. I have a lot of people in my community who teach music. They teach martial arts. They teach cooking. They teach sewing. Many other topics like that. And number seven is personal development as a whole. There are many topics under that like NLP and EFT and tarot reading and so many other things. So the first step is I help people understand what is that area that they can contribute back to the world. Uh, And then I have them design a a 4C model. So I have them design curriculums for for courses, for building online courses, for building coaching frameworks. So under coaching, there is one-to-one and group coaching. And then we have uh, consulting, consulting. like we have a few people in our community who do long-term consulting, like hand-holding businesses for six months, a year, uh, and charge a premium on that. And number four is uh, collaborations. That is affiliate marketing. Uh, like I promote different tools like ClickFunnels and you know, hosting domain, and I add that into the whole system. 
And uh, so what I'm essentially doing is I'm helping people find their niche, design their curriculum, set up their system, launch that system, and also market that system using webinars. So I teach people also how to conduct a webinar and how to sell their products through webinars and even how to get people to the webinar running Facebook ads. So the, the entire spectrum is covered. So people who have never had any experience in this space within a span of 90 days, uh, I've had success stories that people have achieved $5,000, $10,000 within 90 days to six months by just following the system. Of course, not everybody is successful and that's a disclaimer here. No, it's not for everyone. But those who follow the path, uh, they're able to build a meaningful business around their area of expertise. And even if somebody does not have an expertise, I make them go through a good three-month uh, research process where they're able to research, they're able to develop a formula, they're able to test it. I make them do at least 50 to 100 one-to-ones so that they can understand their market and how they can productize that knowledge. So that's what I'm essentially doing right now. And, and most people uh, are, uh, you know, a lot of them are having fun in this journey and they realize that this is the booming industry. And when I, when I project this into the future, if I, you know, with what I'm doing here, I think this is fundamentally changing uh, the entire education system because, uh, yeah, because the current education system and employment system is, uh, is messed up in one sense, you know, and I'm a living proof of that. I'm not a graduate, but I have many people who are, uh, who have studied well, who have worked in the corporate for years, and now they're coming to rediscover themselves inside my community, which actually shows that maybe they just got into the system because of peer pressure of society and family and this. And mm -hmm. Now they're trying to find out what is really going to fulfill them. I couldn't so. agree more. Yeah. Super inspiring and uh, obviously very timely. And I think, you know, definitely with the pandemic, the pandemic shining a light on um, the instability of the way things have been done traditionally. Um, you know, I think for m many of us, we were just raised that there is no other way. I mean, we are kind of now really seeing what the virtual world can do as far as uh, career and professional life. That's really coming to the forefront more than ever. This pandemic has, you know, catapulted it massively, uh, which I think is a beautiful thing. I think looking back, obviously the pandemic is a tragic event, but looking back as a catalyst for people there will be a big awakening of people realizing that there is so much more opportunity than just kind of following the beaten path of, you know, study hard, you know, get a good job if you can, stay there as long as you can, get your benefits, get all of it. Like we were on rails of that conversation for so many years and it's starting to crack open. And uh, I'm grateful there are people like yourself who are, you know, out there doing the work of shining a light for people to say, look, if that's not for you, and for many of us right now, if that can't be for you, then there is another way. Thank you. So if people want to learn more about you, about your programs, about what you're doing, where can we find you? I think the best place is on YouTube. Uh, I keep rolling out videos, at least two videos a week. And I go in depth, like 20, 30 minute videos. Uh, and I share uh, very in-depth concepts. I like to research a lot. So you can follow me, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can just search for Siddharth Rajshaker. And uh, I have a free gift for your audience. Uh, I have a, one of my courses, which is a $97 course, but I want to give it for free. Uh, they can just go to sidz.co, sids.co slash blueprint, and they can get their, their copy of the blueprint. And it's an 11-part video course where I go deeper into 
uh, developing this entire model, which is which is what I call the freedom business model. So this one, this course is called the Freedom Business Blueprint, which I would like to give to your audience. Fantastic. Thank you so much. We are eternally grateful for everyone listening. I will make sure all of that information goes into the show notes. Uh, you know, okay. so don't write while you're driving. We will get you everything that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Thank you again for the work that you do, for taking the time this evening in your land, for uh, sharing all of your wisdom and your journey with us. For everyone listening at home, that is a wrap for this week, and we will see you on the next episode. Until then, choose Unstoppable. I hope this episode filled you up with inspiration and you're feeling ready to turn that into big action for some explosive growth in your business. And if that's you, then I have a free training on how to build a wildly engaged audience, get hundreds of leads in a matter of days, and even create a wildly successful launch. You can watch it right now at kerrymccauley.com backslash watch now. See the show notes for the link. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Your support means more than you could ever know. We'll see you on the next episode.